COVID-19 once again. Well, of course, the media has spoken so much about COVID-19, but we have not spoken about the media during COVID-19. Let's talk about the numbers for a bit. You ought to understand whether it's print media, whether it's radio or whether it's television, these three mediums actually pay a huge amount of licensing fees or authorization fees to the government every single month. Now, these charges have not been revised, have not been relieved. It is still due to the government. Let's move on with the numbers or the degree of loss they faced. Radio is the worst hit industry at 82% loss and if things go the way they are, by the end of August, they'll have a cumulative loss of 600 crore rupees. On television, general entertainment channels face a dip of 58% and the print media every single day, mark my words, every single day, face a loss of up to 10 crore rupees, be the ad sales revenue, or whether it is distribution sales. Now, well, let's understand one more part of it for a business to grow, to sustain or to bounce back. Advertisement and marketing is very, very key. Then, well, where are the companies actually putting their funds and advertising? The platform has changed drastically. It is on the digital platform. They target their consumers at a time of the consumer's convenience. And that's why social media advertisements have seen a huge surge and the influencers have got a lot more power and a lot more responsibility. Talking about the digital space, I'll tell you what, boom, there's been a digital strike. TikTok and so many other Chinese apps have been banned. 59, that's right, 59 is that magical number. But I'll tell you what, let's understand this in further detail. The apps blocked were actually registered as China company apps. However, every single app or rather many apps you might be using right now to watch this video or hear this podcast might have some connection with China. Maybe their servers are in China. Some integration, some technology or some important coding might be through the China servers or China companies. Then... The big question mark is, have we actually attained what we set out to security or have we only made a statement? We'll talk about this in great detail with one of Chennai's most strongest influencers. Let's talk to Samyukta as she talks about this, the ban of TikTok and a lot, lot more on this Chennai Live exclusive. My name is Rajiv. Right, so we keep talking, you know, there's a pre-COVID era, there's a post-COVID era, but the problem here is that we're still in this transition of pre-COVID to post-COVID. I won't be surprised if post-COVID, every father, every mother tells the child, don't become a scientist, don't become a doctor, don't become an entrepreneur. You don't know what's going to happen. The future is very uncertain. What you must do to have a secure future, become a social media influencer. And that's why it's my great honor to have with me one of uh, Chennai's amazing influencers, strong voice, pretty face, and a lovely smile. Oh my God, the thousand <laughs> watt smile with me in Samrutta Nair. Thank you so much, Rajiv, for having me. It's such a pleasure to be on your show. Thank you for having me. I, I think you've become like a family member of Chennai Live. <laughs> uh, yes, I know. <laughs> Yeah, I think this is something for the moment and from this moment. It's something which is very small, uh, but very, very strong. It can be a creative field. It can be an entrepreneurial venture because it's a blend of both. You make money, you advertise, you influence. It's a wonderful job. But uh, let's talk about COVID, right? Everyone says, oh my God, the industry of travel and tourism. Oh my God, hotel, education, media. Everyone's right. going through a turmoil. But you've been right. sitting during lockdown, being very busy, trying to choose which brand to promote, which brand not to promote. Tell me, life was influenced during COVID. How was it? 
I think that's this is that is the beauty of this entire new line of career that we're talking about. It is at your own will. So yeah. anybody can start up. Anybody can do this. Anybody mm. from any background. It doesn't mean you need to be from an affluent background. I I've seen so many you know TikTok videos of people from huts. You know, and it and those yeah. those would have views for one point. Uh, Five million and so on. So, it, which means that this doesn't have any particular uh, path. Uh, you don't have to be privileged. Like you don't have to go to a medical school or you don't have to go to an engineering school. If you have the talent, there is a platform for you. So, I think that's the beauty of this uh, social media era. Very well said. There's no social, economical, or geographical boundary for this. It, it's right. for one exactly. and for all. Let's go for that. Right. But right. then, but tell me one thing. You said anyone can do it. Are you right. saying that anyone can be an influencer? If if that is what you mean, uh, Samyukta, I think that's very dangerous because not every influence is a good influence. Influence can be also right. Right. bad. Right. Influence. But the the beauty of it is that everybody. Can attempt to be one. If you see today, if you go to so many pages that are even private, you will see a hashtag. I mean, I do tend to go to followers of mine. You will see a yeah. blogger or an influencer, and that they might probably just have five or six followers. But that aspiration, that that you know, that platform that anybody can do this is presented. Yeah. You know, you know that leads that leads me to one question: If everyone wants to be influencers, then who's ready to be influenced? <laughs> you know? No. Right. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> <question. laughs> now, now, tell me one thing. How has it been life as an influencer during COVID? Uh, have right. you found yourself being ultra busy? Too many people coming to you because after a survey that we've done, all the big right. companies have actually cut down on radio, television, and newspaper, and they've chosen a digital platform to advertise. Right. So that's the way a lot of people are, you know, moving on. So how has it been for you as an influencer? Sorry about that, Rajiv, but I'm sure you guys are also on the digital on the digital platform. Yeah. So everybody is <laughs> on the digital platform these days. But yeah. yes, um, it is. It has not been that affected by uh, by the COVID because people still want to reach, especially essential. I've got a lot of campaigns for essential items like your detergents, your you know. Stuff that you yeah. use on a daily basis. Food products. Basis. I thought you mean food products, masks, yeah, right. and uh, yeah, your yeah. sanitizers. Yeah. Things that need to be reached out. They they prefer to go through influencers to actually head out to uh, the the mass that they are trying to reach out to. So. Yeah. So you've been earning some big bucks. <laughs> I should be your partner. I say big bucks, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, something to keep me going. <laughs> Oh, that's lovely. Now tell me one thing. Uh, you know they say with great power comes great responsibility. That's right. a superhero line. But it right. also works the other way. With great responsibility comes a lot of power. So right. when you are approached by a brand, you of course have your own target audience. I know you appeal to a lot of women, a lot of youngsters, a lot of children. Right. You have this, you know, cult mass following. So tell right. me a bit on what aspect do you you know hold yourself responsible? This is something I'm promoting. Money is one thing, business is one thing, but you know having a ground of your own, having a voice of your own is very important. Yeah. Yes, of course, it is important to be very sensible about what mm -hmm. you do. So the the thumb rule that yeah. I follow is I if there yeah. are any collaborations that come to me that promote women businesses, you know, small businesses, I go for it. I just do it. And yes, mm. certain certain stuff like fairness screens and stuff like mm. that, I would definitely reevaluate before I, uh, you know, look at promoting stuff like that. So I'll put you on the wall there and ask you two questions. If someone right. comes to you and tries to promote conflicts, 
right now okay. that's the brand that has hell of a lot of sugar in it it's not the healthiest for a child you know it you're your uh, right. health freak right. and someone like for example coca cola comes to you with aerated drinks now right. would you say a yes to this would you say a no to this i would definitely say a yes of course uh, uh, you know people who are extremely health conscious are not going to be a big fan of uh, yes mm. but i'm somebody conflicts though it's a processed food it is fortified with iron and that's not even a justification but these are products that are anyway uh, available you know they have atls running on televisions all the time and i don't have anything personally against that brand so i would definitely take up these campaigns now do you believe uh, that you know as you said you know it's been on television all the time television has a censor board they don't have an ethical board they have a censor board but uh, right. when it comes to social media influencers there's no ethical board there's no point of responsibility you can promote anything anyone can promote anything someone right. might go and say you know probably drinking alcohol is really good for the skin and uh, will make you feel not more energetic and not more calm or you never know No, but, uh, but it does help a little bit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're right, but uh, tell me, do you think there's there's, there's got to be an ethical board or, or or a point of responsibility that what you promote because you're influencing so many families and so many youngsters? It is to a certain extent the onus of the influencer. Yes, I I to mm. some extent, uh, mm. I I have to be conscious of the brands that I. promote but for example Correct. like you said a coca cola i might be okay to have a bottle of coca cola once in a while so i might be completely okay to promote that brand but there could be a section of people who are anti sodas and completely you know not for it so they yeah. it's going to hurt their sentiment so but we are looking at the entire range of audience that we have if you're not yeah. happy with a particular ad you can just write it on the comment section that wow this is not cool so that way it's a two way channel unlike a tv where you know Uh, yeah. You just see an ad, and you're only listening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you think it's uh, crappy, there's no feedback given about it. But here, you do listen to what your audience have to say to you. Do you do you think that social media influencers will eventually be the way that all the companies look at uh, advertising in, instead of you know television or radio or newspapers that are mighty expensive? Um, yeah. Which, like you said, it's a one-way correspondence, not a two-way correspondence. Right. So right. do you think uh, we are in social media influencers or the digital platform is the way that people will be looking at things uh, post-COVID? Yes. I mean, I don't even think post-COVID, Rajiv. I think that's the that's become a norm now. Every everybody is moving on to the digital platform. Everything is moving to the digital platform so much so that tomorrow when they do uh, decide to do some sort of ATL activities or a commercial and things like that, they will use these influencers to probably uh, be featured in their campaigns that they are shooting. So that's how the entire uh, chain is revolving right now. So. It is. It is. Well, it is an it. eventuality. So, if, if this is something that you see for the future, let's talk a bit about the past as well. Now, I, I, I've right. been in the modeling industry, in the media industry for quite a while. You, you've been right. like pro at it. You know, it used right. to work in such a way, uh, Samyukta, that first, you know, uh, the marketing team of a company approaches an ad agency. Ad agency goes to a probably coordinator. Coordinator sets up the entire team. It's a long process, an expensive right. process. Right. When this right. comes in, do you think we'll be seeing a goodbye to ad agencies to a large uh, chunk extent? No, I feel like uh, ad ad agencies these days have a segment where they coordinate with the influencers. So I don't think business business per se they are affected. It's just about how people evolve their business and you know add on features. But 
I feel like for us, like we were models. I remember we doing one brochure shoot for a call center or something like that. So today, okay. yeah. yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm sure you don't remember, but I remember that particular assignment. I remember only you. I don't remember what we shot for. Oh, wow, <laughs> cool. <laughs> but, but today, if the same campaign had to come to us, it would be like we getting an entire brief about. that uh, call, that call center their features yeah. and everything and we probably be asked to do a video and you know promote them in such a way yeah. back then it was just yeah just put on makeup and smile for the camera so that's a complete change in our responsibility if you're talking from a shift from a modeling career to an influencing career that's a that's quite a bit of a shift if someone comes to you and says you know what samita tell me i want to be an influencer what do you need to have what do you need to develop and what you need to do to become an influencer i believe for somebody who wants to become an influencer or is looking to start out first mm. it's important to be very honest about your content you know yeah. uh, get it out from your heart put it put put what what is close to you because people can see through you know uh, the audience are quite the clever bunch and they can totally see through uh, if you're trying to project something or it is what it is so i believe that if you have the talent and if and also consistency so you have to ensure that you know you post something and you're not posting something after say a month i i tend to do that myself but then it's very important to be consistent with your account but when you start off social media is not the kindest place let's be very honest people come there to criticize and compare and compete Uh, you know, I've always noticed this at least on social media. With me, it's been like that. You know, first is criticize, then compete, and then complain. Rajiv, that should for me. I get very, very less criticism. I don't know what it is. Maybe they think I'm, uh, they think I'm a mum, and they go soft on me or something like that. But, I, but I've seen, uh, but but I do get a little bit of uh, trolling for sure. But yeah. the important thing to understand is two couple of things. One is to stay. positive you have to concentrate on the nice things try to look yeah. at the bad the bad stuff that come out where it's coming from so most yeah. of these people will be just keyboard warriors if you go to their account they'll have zero followers they will have, it would just be a fake account so why would you bother about somebody who is not even real you know i know one thing about you you're an entrepreneur you're a full time model full time wonderful mom but is the social media influencing a part time profession or is that a full time demand uh i would like to think of it as a part time thing but then it does consume a lot of time rajiv i don't know why it is like that but it consumes a lot of mind space also you know it somehow everything attributes back to the social media platform i don't know if it is it like that for you is it is it like that for you or you don't give a damn about it? I, i don't have lacks of followers like you, <laughs> you know <laughs> but either way i think like in uh, it's the it's the go to place i don't know for how yeah. long because facebook was like that and now we don't even check facebook it's orkut that. was like that you know what uh, samrita you you speak about facebook you speak about orkut and now instagram right well uh, we speak about this entire span right it's been like, like generations that pass i remember icq a long time back then google oh. chat and all of that yeah google chat that, yes Yeah, I remember that. But now let's let's come to one thing that seemed to be trending, but was cut at its bud, which is TikTok. Now uh, you know, I I believe that social media influencers do a wonderful job of making people happy, spreading positivity, keeping them you know mentally extremely calm and uh, you know more uh, on on the joyous side of things. 
TikTok was one such app that I never downloaded, but I know a lot of people were doing that. You did amazingly spreading, uh, you know, your own talent and bring a lot of people to connect with you and vibe with you. Now, for, for obvious reasons, security reasons, as they call it, the government has uh, blocked many apps, including TikTok and a couple of other Chinese apps like Sheen and um, uh, I think Cloth Factory and something like that. So, yeah. Cloth Factory <laughs> and Cloth Factory, I've heard into shopping online, yeah? But uh, t tell me, uh, what's your take on the government's attack on TikTok and other uh, shopping websites? Okay. So since you've not used TikTok, uh, you probably, but it's a, it's a very fun app, uh, Rajiv. I, I, I believe that it was the next thing, big thing after um, Insta, but forget the country, the China, the India part of it, but the app is such a lot of fun and I really feel sorry for people who had that as their main source of uh, monetization because a lot of people did uh, have, I really feel sorry for them. I really hope the, the entire ban is revoked. But of course, country first. If it's something that the nation thought is important to do, fair enough. But yeah, a, a nice Indian version of the app, you know, an Indian built version of the app would have been a nice, uh, uh, would have been the ideal solution so that people can shift their base to, you know, that and it's made in India. So everybody's mm. going to feel great about it you know when so many people depended on that especially during the lockdown for a source of income for a right. source of influence for a mental peace and joy to portray their talent interact with each other when that right. was taken away uh, you know there should have been a substitute so do you think right. uh, on an influencer's point of view digital strike as they call it was that the best answer that we had because what were we trying to achieve was it security was it attacking their business what were we trying to do in your opinion was that the best way forward there could have been an indian replacement just like how for the zoom i think the they had the geo me yeah. right that was a replacement it was like it was like geo was ready you know it was yeah. like uh, you know exactly, mr Obama exactly. knew that it was going to come by and yeah. you know he launched you know, Samita, yeah. I'd like to bring to your notice. I'd like to bring to your notice something which is very interesting. Not not many people have spoken about it. I'd like to know your opinion if you have any on this. Uh, India has banned about fifty nine Chinese apps. Now those apps were named Chinese companies, but there right. are several apps across the world. Maybe the one that we're using now also that have their servers in China. They still right. use the same coding language. They still have right. several inputs from China that has not right. been banned. So, so yeah. there is still a chance to connect to everything that but, we do. Uh, but, I, uh, but I feel, you know, Rajiv, even before the government took a uh, directive to ban the apps, there were so many people on social media who were like, don't use uh, Chinese apps, don't use Chinese. Yeah. I kept getting so many comments uh, and uh, direct messages. So that was hmm. the voice of the nation. Now, if there is a pressure from the nation, the government is definitely going to act on, on it. Maybe, yeah, what you're saying is right. And there could be so many Indian companies that are, that have been heavily invested by, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, this is, then you'll have to call a complete ban. That would have been the ideal thing. But this seems more like a media strategy or, you know, something to probably even, you know, make Indians feel better that, okay, the government is doing something about it. But uh, yeah. we'll, I think we'll just have to wait and watch how this entire thing pans. You know, if I had to summarize this with what I'm uh, with what you're saying and what my point of view is, I think more than security, we have created a statement. We made a strong yeah. statement, but right. may not have uh, you know uh, done the security part uh, all that. But Rajiv, the sh blocking the TikTok also is okay. Blocking Sheen, my God! Sheen is like a go-to place for all its girls and women. 
ஆஃப்டர் <laughs> I definitely think it would be higher because uh, now people are used to being on their uh, digital platforms and you know it's it's been a, been a period of 4 months that we've been on and off on lockdown and it's become a way of life That's why Chennai Live is now digital and thank you for being a part of our journey as well Bye bye On that note we wrap things up a big thank you to Safiya my name is Rajiv this is a Chennai Live exclusive we spoke about social media social media influencing and also the ban of tiktok which hurts but the ban of sheen oh my god it hurts samyukta so much <laughs> okay thank you very much <laughs> goodbye and stay connected